Do you know how to write good copy? We know it when we see it. Those clever, witty sentences on spruced-up websites that make us drool with envy and wish we could write like they did. If you second-guess what you write, you're not alone. Every entrepreneur that ever wrote copy for their marketing materials or their website didn't get it right the first time. But what about professional writers? Do they fare better than we do? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, we're going to hear from a mom entrepreneur named Erin Pennings. She has wise words for everyone who's ever had to come up with words to describe what you do for a living. Her business blunder? It's a common one that you'd never, ever think would happen to word nerds. So who's this Erin, you ask? I am a copywriter and marketing strategist, and I work with decision makers with big dreams who are poised on the edge of taking incredible action, making big things happen. Um, But who needs some help with messaging and navigating online marketing? Erin's being humble. She's the founder of Copy Snacks, who's got 15 years of marketing and communications under her belt. Her superpower is distilling your message so that it's clear and free of noise. Then she polishes it and adds your voice to give it wings. She prefers clients who are wacky and have a slightly irreverent sense of humor. Her children like maple syrup, Disney movies, and climbing all the things. I know this because she features them on the about page of her website like a good mom entrepreneur should. And what could be more delicious than meeting her kids there? She features the perfect guac recipe on it. Is she your favorite yet? She decided to create copy snacks the way a lot of us launch companies through trials, tribulations, and sometimes tragedy. I had some personal tragedies in 2014 and early 2015 and decided that there was something missing and I wanted to make my life the way I wanted it. So I quit my job. I hiked for a summer with my kid on my back and um, really just had fun. Then I slowly started building a client base who I wrote for. By 2019, she was out on her own. She knew that she was a strong writer and she knew that she could help people. She started to see a really big problem all over the internet that perhaps you've noticed too. I started to see that people's website copy was in need of help. And I started to see that some of their marketing strategies, like they had great ideas, but they just weren't sure how to take it from where it was to really connect with the people who they wanted to buy it. So I was like, cool, this is what I'm going to do. Also cool. None of my current marketing matches this. I'm, there's some disconnects in what I want to do and what I want to be known for and what I'm talking about. Um, so I was driving around Green Bay, absolutely hangry, discouraged because I couldn't see my way through it because I was too close to my own brand. And I was like, I just want Mexican. I was trying, I was fighting AT&T and on a phone bill and some changes they'd made to the account. I was like, wait, 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 I like my own plan. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, what's here nor, What's here and there is that I wanted Mexican. I wanted chips and salsa. And I wanted to keep reaching for that. And I was like, ooh, ooh, there's something there. I want people to keep reaching for my business. Like, I'm the chips and salsa. 
And more importantly, I want your clients to keep reaching for you like you're the chips and sauces. So I wrote this incredible, incredible, which actually, spoiler alert, was not that incredible to start with, um, bit of website copy I said, and I wrote it all one day. It was cool. It was cute. It was fun. It wasn't quite to the end zone yet. And I actually kept working on it for six months. And um, when I finally launched it, I was so proud. Like things were punny. They were on brand. They were fun. It fit the vibe entirely that I wanted to do. And when I launched it, all of a sudden people were like, yeah, this is great. But what is it that I'm doing here? And they weren't clicking. Oh, it so hurts to hear that because we've all been there. Not, not the wanting Mexican food part, although chips and salsa sound pretty good right now. We work hard on our websites, finding the perfect punny copy, our design aesthetic, and making sure that by the time we launch, it sizzles. Customers and clients are supposed to come running. But often, we can't see our own stuff so clearly. So, folks start asking, after seeing our gorgeous creations, what we do for a living, or, so what does that mean? And all we want to do is respond with, read it again, fool, and go cry in a corner. But listen a little more closely. What was her call to action? That thing that asks potential buyers to do? What does get snacking mean? Because that was my call to action. My call to action was get snacking, which is insanely clever and fun, except that it's not meaningful. And that's the number one rule of copy. That's my blunder. Like, and it's what I do and it's what I preach. And it's theoretically what I wanted to be known for was writing super awesome copy that's clever, fun, and clear. But I forgot the clear part because I was so zoned in on what I was thinking would be on brand. So I made that switch. I changed it from get snacking in like six places on my site, mind you. And it now reads book a call. Or it's a couple different things in a couple different places, but it all hones in and it's very clear. You're getting a conversation with me. That's the call to action. So it's like, it could be start a conversation, book a call, schedule a consult, any of these things. Except it wasn't until someone pointed it out and it was like, well, duh. So all of a sudden, all of, I wouldn't say like the call started rolling in like crazy, But there was a consistent uptick in the conversations that I was having as a result of just making one simple change on my website. Wait, hold the line. She figured out what was wrong and she, wait for it, fixed it. Should be pretty straightforward for entrepreneurs, but it's not. Folks get wrapped up in what they think is right without asking the people who will buy. Not only that, but they throw some ego into the mix and get all proud about how it looks or how it sells when it does nothing of the sort. Erin wasn't clear on what we buyers were to do. She was busy being cute and fun and awesome. But what got lost in those attempts was what a client actually needs to do to give her money to Erin. And the fact that she could assert that she went down the wrong rabbit hole, corrected it, and undid the clever stuff? Well, as a clever person, that's really hard to do. She has very good advice for all of you who attempt to write things by yourselves, particularly you professional writers. For the love of all things writing, 
please listen to Aaron on this one. I come across lots of other people who are like, oh, I'm just, I want to do this myself or I'm doing this because I'm pulling myself up by my bootstraps. Cool, cool. I 100% support that. However, here's what I have to say. And that's, if you're going to write it yourself, get another set of eyes on it or pay a copywriter for an audit who can look through it. They're not going to write your website copy, but they're going to point out some things that you want to change and give you some suggestions for how to change it. Or, I mean, I mean, the obvious answer, I suppose, is to hire a copywriter in the first place. But if you want to write it yourself, I say go for it. But keep in mind that you need another set of eyes on it. Hear that? Get another set of eyes on the copy you write. It doesn't matter how pro you are. You're too far inside of your own business, trapped by your own thoughts about what's probably right or what they probably like. And you can't see 100% of the blunders that you create. Reach out and ask for writing help, particularly if you're the type who hears that and then thinks that you're a great writer and you don't need any help. This one's for you. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast to record a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories and other people's blunders so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And if you want Erin Pennings to help you out with your website copy, find her at erinpennings.com. That's E-R-I-N-P-E-N-N-I-N-G-S dot com. And thanks to you, dear listener, for listening. I'll see you next week.